There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lunch with Leah, episode 403. Here's <laughs> Leah. Is your head spinning? Mine is too. I can't even think straight. You think there's enough going on in the news? I flip between CNN and MSNBC like all day, every day. It's just too much. I can't take it anymore. And then I go to the BBC, and then I go to um, the New York Times, and then I go to I go to Bloomberg. I go all I do is go to the news. Everything except Propaganda Network, Fox. Uh, if you're watching that, you don't really know what's going on. Oh, Sandy told me in Lavernia when she went to all the restaurants, they always have Fox on now. They have CNN on. So people are really wanting to see what's really going on, which is an indication they kind of know that Fox is like a spin machine. Anyway, what's new with everybody? So last week, this friend of ours gave us an invitation to a, a dinner opening of a restaurant called Perry's. Well, apparently they are all over Houston and Austin and blah, 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 and they opened one at Merrick Park. You guys have to go. It's really good. Oh, it's not overpriced. It's the steakhouse, which RJ, I think, had steak. I think Roy might have had steak. Of course, I didn't have steak. <laughs> I had the spaghetti squash with vegetables. But, um, and the, it was really nice, but they seat 400 people, but you wouldn't know it. <clears throat> it's very, um, it's just like a really New York steakhouse. So, Anyway, you should try that. Then we get ready to pay, and they gave us all gift certificates for the whole meal. And I said, Roy, we're not using these gift certificates. I'm going to feel like a freeloader, and I'm going to feel cheap. We're not using them. So I took them home. I said, I'm going to give them to somebody else to go in there so they can try the restaurant anyway. And then Michael Avenatti was in town. To, went to dinner with him a couple of times and heard all about his stories. You know, <clears throat> he's a very interesting, fascinating guy. He's very smart. And when it all shakes down, I think people are going to see that for sure on the Stormy thing, slam dunk, he's got the documents that he didn't do what he, she alleged. And on the other one with the girl, it's going to be very apparent that she just made that up to get money. So, And then he's got the case in New York that I think it's going to be, uh, I think people are going to find out that he was just politically prosecuted. So I think at the end of it, he's going to come out good. And people are going to be like, wow, the amount of hatred towards anybody that tries to, to expose other people is really rabid. Then we went to see the Judy Garland movie over the weekend. Did you guys see it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my God. It is so good. Even Roy liked it. I mean, it's really good. It was not what I expected. It was much better than I expected. I just kind of expected, you know, like a little biop, you know, and a little singing and then dancing. But it really told the story, and it told it going from where her adult life debt back to her flashing back to her childhood and everything she went through. She's on stage starting at two years old. I mean, <clears throat> what really was the demise of her 
is they started giving her sleeping pills when she was like a kid, like a teenager, because she was working 18 hours a day. And so they give her the sleeping pills and then they give her the amphetamines to keep her pumped up and to keep her skinny so she could, wouldn't gain any weight for these films. And so she was just on those her whole life. So that was her diet, that and vodka. But, but she was so, um, Renee Zellweger in that film, I mean, this is going to be another one of those Remy guy things. So yeah, they're saying that Oscar. she's going to get an Oscar for Either it. She's going to get nominated. She doesn't get nominated. I don't know what to say. It's kind of weird. I thought the movie would do, like, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of hype behind the release last week. And yeah. then I noticed yesterday on my streaming service, on yeah. my smart TV, yeah. they've already got it up for sale that you can buy it in like a week. So that must mean it's going to leave the theaters pretty fast. Really? Yeah, because they never so put it up for sale already. So did they do big numbers the first weekend? No. Let me tell you. Well, you know what it is, too? She, it's the older generation. Right. Like, the young kids don't even know who she is. Right. So they're probably not going to see it. But let me tell you, if you don't see it, you're missing out on great acting and no, a great story. And it, everything about it's fabulous. You know, so a big part of it shot in London, and it's just fab. Everything about it is so fabulous. Mm -hmm. You're going to love it. Then we went to see the Brad Pitt movie. What was the name of that? Ad, Ad Esther. Esther. Yeah. Well, that was RJ wanted to see that. Roy wanted to see that. So we went to see it on the big screen. You know, the big... The IMAX? Yeah, the IMAX. Well, I have to tell you the truth. I mean, he's very cute. And the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the what do you call the photographs or what do you call it the visuals yeah. were out extraordinary it was okay Roy Jr. loved it Roy Jr. did you love that Ad Astra yeah, pretty, good. pretty good he was raving all the way home that's finally a good film the best one we've seen all year but the audience loved it I mean it was a great film I went because I like to support Brad Pitt because I feel like he's digging himself out of a hole that he dug with his ex-wife Angelina. So I like to support him, and he was so good in the other one with uh, what was the other one about um, the recent one? No, with the Hollywood. The, yeah, the Hollywood thing. Where uh, who was the producer? Once upon a time in Hollywood with yeah, Quentin who Tarantino. Was that? So the Tarantino movie. He was really good in that one. So on a sadder note, uh, apparently Bernie Sanders is in the hospital. He had chest pains, and he's having a stint put in. And, you know, I was just talking to James and Jason about that. You know, that's not unusual. People have them all the time. They recover quickly. Don't they go home the same day or the next day? I don't think it's, like, a big deal. And, and it's not going to – it's not life or death. But I feel bad because it's definitely going to affect the momentum of his campaign. And it's going to give everyone the excuse to bring up his age and, and uh, Biden's age and Warren's age. And, you know, but no one ever brings up Trump's age. And he's the most out of shape of all of them. I mean, they, may, they all look like Brad Pitt compared to him. No one ever talks about his age and his dementia, assuming he has it, which something else going on. If he doesn't, I'll tell you. Well, if he doesn't have it, then God help us. It's got to be something. Ask me anything. Would I come to Canada A at M-O-U-N-A? Well, actually, I've been to Canada so many times, I can't even tell you. I used to have an office in Toronto and also in Montreal, and I used to sell skincare up there. And I loved it. I love the people. I love the change of the seasons. I don't like the brutal winters. I don't like that. <laughs> but I loved it. And I, I think I loved Montreal, too. And Toronto is such a sophisticated city. I just love it. So, yeah, I would love to come there. You know, we need to get, like, somebody selling our products up there more than just online, like a distributor that stocks it and inventories and ships it, and then we'd have an excuse to go. And we've 
think, discovered a more economical way to ship to Canada now, too, through the website. So, oh, really? Yeah, so. so we ship products to Canada, and it doesn't cost so much to do it. Yeah. Good. What, uh, N-I-K-I-L-O Lorraine, what are my thoughts on Jeff's situation with his daughter being expelled from school? Oh, my God. Well, it gave him a lot of radio content. Yeah, he's had enough content. <laughs> uh, you know, his attitude is that he d didn't love the school to begin with, and he's going to be happier in the new school. So I don't know. I, I don't really know. I haven't personally talked to him a lot about it. Uh, I mean, I've texted him a few times about it. I knew Gage was upset initially, but apparently he's in another really good school, the one Tom Arnold's kids go to, and they like it better. So I don't know. I think the little girl at three <laughs> years old, and you've only been going to school a week or two or a month or two or whatever, I don't really know that you care if you go change schools. I don't think it really affects you that much at that age. It wasn't traumatizing, I don't think. I heard him say this week on the show yeah. that uh, she used to never want to go to that school. Like when they would take her in the morning, she was always fighting and fussy. Oh, yeah? And now the new school, she's like, can't wait to go. So See? that's a good... So sometimes things happen for a reason. But on the other hand, uh, <laughs> I just feel sorry for the school. <laughs> you can imagine. Yeah, but they didn't handle that the right bashing. to begin with. So, no, they handled so it horrible. Whatever they have coming, they've got coming. <laughs> they handled it horrible. But I will say he is, I know Jeff, and he is not going to show any mercy on no. that show. He's going to let him, let everybody know every detail of the school. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Horton Artistry. Were you at the Neiman Marcus in Dallas today? I either saw you or your twin. Oh, it must have been my twin that I didn't know I had. No, I wish I was in Dallas and even Marcus at the jewelry counter. Uh, Alan Rothschild, what's the best advice that I've ever been given? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, I'm like 100 years old, so I've heard a lot of advice. Probably, uh, I think for me, honestly, it, you have to tell the truth and you have to have integrity and character. That's your foundation, and if you don't do those things, everything else eventually is going to fall apart. Like, I mean, I can tell you the opportunities I had to marry billionaires. I can tell you the opportunities I've had to lie, cheat, and steal in business. I will not do it because it always will come back to haunt you. So I would say that. Just maintain a strong foundation of solid, like, who you are as a person. And the other thing is just to be persistent. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've, like, oh, God, lock the doors and throw away the key. And then the week later, like, things start raining from the sky. Money starts coming in. E-M and S-A-M and Mommy. If you could join any franchise on Bravo, which would it be and why? Oh, Housewives franchise. I was going to say, oh, does it have to be Housewives? <laughs> I my glasses on. Uh, yeah, it has to be Housewives. Um, the only one I would fit into, I think, probably is Beverly Hills. I think uh, I would definitely not fit into New Jersey. I'm not a New Jersey girl. I don't have that <laughs> accent. I don't have that fire. I, I'm not, I can't throw people around. and get, I, That's not me. Atlanta, I love the girls in Atlanta, but I wouldn't really fit in there either. You know, just like it's, it's a different culture. And um, so what's left? OC, um, Beverly Hills. OC and OC, and they're a little raw. OC is a little bit raw for me. I mean, those girls will, they just will say and do anything to the point that I just like get anxiety sometimes watching them. But, but it is a very good show <laughs> because it's very real. They they don't they aren't faking it over there, okay? 
And in New York, they would just chew me up and spit me out. I couldn't keep up with that whole thing. They're just 90 miles an hour for me. And all that, that whole Jewish little yenta thing they got going. <laughs> And, and I mean, I love them though. I think they're hilarious. I wonder how the show's going to do without Bethany. I don't think it's going to hurt the show. Do I don't know. I mean, I was, you know, I, I told you I had looked at the ratings yeah. over all the franchises yeah. recently and stuff, and New York has really not been doing well. What's been odd is OC has been that the lowest was before franchise. she left. Yeah, they only yeah. had a million viewers on the reunion. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't. The reason I don't think it's not going to. The reason I think it's not going to hurt the show isn't because I don't think she's an asset to the show. It's because. So, between Sonia and Dorinda and and uh, Ramona, they're well, mostly those three though. Yeah. They're, they're they're just wackadoodles. They're they're going to make stuff happen, and they got crazy friends are going to drag into it. And then you know, Luann, of course, she brings something to the show, but it's kind of predictable. Or the others are just literally out there. I mean, and I think Jill. I think Jill is. Is she's some. been trying to get back and on that show for ten she, years. Well, they, she did tape with them, and I think Andy had her on his show this morning. She taped on. Yeah. She's taped for the last ten years, and they've given her yeah. as one second cameo. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's just uh, I feel sorry for her being being so obviously thirsty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bethany went out with a bang, though. I mean, she if did. she was gone, I mean, that whole she Barton did. G <laughs> meltdown was like the yeah. Oh no, that's one of did. the best in history. She, no, no, she was great on the show. I just the reason I. I don't think it's going to hurt the show is because they have so many other wackadoodles on there that are, right. that are just going to keep it going, you uh, know? It's like a comedy. It's, it's just hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it is like a Seinfeld show. It's like you all about nothing. You know, you watch the whole thing and you're like, what happened? Well, I don't know. There was a fight at a restaurant and then somebody didn't get an award and then they fought over. You know, it's just hilarious. So anyway, but okay. So <laughs> yeah. I think I did it cover them all. Okay. I didn't watch the others. I don't watch the one from Potomac, whatever. Uh, ST... Y-S-I-A. What's my favorite food? Oh, well, that's interesting. I'd have to think about that. I don't know. My favorite restaurant. That's another one. I'm probably in L.A. I would have to pick my favorite restaurant. Probably be in L.A. Um, I don't know. My favorite destination vacation? Probably London, if I'm not going to go to L.A. Best advice for being a good mother? Roll with an iron fist as long as you can, because <laughs> once they get too old, you won't be able to have a say in anything. So teach them those values. If I had a daughter, what would I give her? Keep your legs shut and your mouth open. Uh, maybe something you have <laughs> learned through my own mistakes oh my and God. success. That was your housewife's tagline, but it didn't get picked up. <laughs> Keep your mouth open. Yeah, your open legs shut your legs and your shut. mouth open. Uh, what oh my, my own success. Uh, mistakes. My biggest mistakes have been that I've trusted the wrong people and given people too many chances and too many people the benefit of the doubt because I keep thinking that they're they're going to come around. There's another side to them. They mean well. They're trying hard. And I've just realized you just can't take get a horse to, to you can take them to water, but you can't make them drink. I mean, you just sometimes you just can't save the world. My better success is. Um, I guess in business it would be, you know, of course, you know, my skincare line, and then I had the TV show for three years, and then I wrote the novel, Red Carpets and White Lies. I've just had a lot of average, mediocre charity. things, nothing fabulous. The charity yeah, was the a charity big hit for 22 big... years. We raised a lot of money for at-risk kids. And then, of course, you know, my little fabulous son that I have raised to be perfect. <laughs> 
<laughs> about as perfect as that phone call that Trump made. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what's oh, my favorite? I'm only kidding. Lisa Levine, what's your favorite lipstick fall color? I like the nudes and the naturals and the creams and the tans. I don't like the bright red. I do like hot pink on some people, but uh, and some people actually I'll wear it sometimes, but I like the neutrals. Uh, Christy, a P8890, what moisturizer should I use under the foundation? Well, of course, the CBD moisture lotion that you can get at leahblack.com. <laughs> and if you use that password, what, what's the code? Uh, the promo code is podcast. If um, you put podcast, you have a podcast promo code, you'll get half off on that. Of all the CBD products. On the mm -hmm. CBD products. You've uh, got a lot of comments okay, coming in. Go. People are saying, hi, Leah. Hi. Marcella Bernardi says, good morning, lovely. Jonathan Eddy says, hello from Myrtle Beach. Hi. Uh, Tracy Jenkins uh, says that she has missed the last two live shows, but she listened to them afterwards, and she thinks you are greatly entertaining as always. Oh, thank, thank you. you for the laughs. Alan Pletcher says the Judy Garland diet sounds healthy to him. Oh, <laughs> Beth Feldman Foster says hello, and you should have your own show out of Miami. Um, and Jordan Craig asks. Did you hear the exchange between Andy and Jeff the other day? Um, when I they read were, it. I yeah. read it. But, you know, let me tell you about those two. They're like sibling brothers. They're never going to break up for more than a month, and they're always going to kiss and make up and get back together, and they really have a great relationship. And it's a mutual – they have a lot of mutual respect for each other. So that just goes in one ear and out the other. But the, the one thing that – reason Jeff is interesting is he, he doesn't hold back. And you know how people tiptoe around Andy and they're on eggshells and they want to say the right thing and do the right thing and they don't want to get in trouble with the boss? Jeff is just not that person. He's like, <laughs> you did this to me and you did that to me and I don't appreciate it. And so that's what makes the dynamic interesting. And, you know, Andy, on the other hand, you know, Andy's got so much going on that I think that sometimes he just... You know, he just doesn't think about stuff. It's just like it's not intentional. It's, it's just not, not on the radar. It's just not on the radar. He's like got five million things going on. So he wasn't. He doesn't think about it. So now to the housewife show because we usually mention it for thirty seconds or less. In New Jersey, I read an article that. Um, Teresa Giudici's husband, Joe, is losing hope. He's been the ICE detention center under terrible conditions since he got out of jail. He said the conditions there are far worse than jail ever was. He's angry, he's bitter, he's unhappy, and he's beginning to think he's never going to get um, to stay in the United States. Well, I'm going to hate to say it, but I told you this from the day he was arrested. They're going to deport him. They're going to deport him. Now, there may be a miracle, but... I don't see it coming, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope he, I don't think he should be deported. I think it's ridiculous that they're deporting. He's been here his entire life. On the other hand, they there's Trump supporters. She supported Trump, mm -hmm. and he's the one with this hard, hardcore, you know, Line you deport, him. get get out of here. So I don't have any sympathy for her on that. But I think it's terrible that, that he's not. And he's got four kids. He's been here his whole life. On the other hand, I always said they should just be convicted for being dumb. They're not, they're not criminals. They're just dumb. Yeah. It's like, you know, they just didn't fill out their paperwork right. They didn't pay their taxes right. They flown around going paying cash right. They misrepresent to the judge. I don't think all that's mean or intentional. I just think they're just not that smart. And he's been here his entire life, and he's married to a U.S. citizen. Why didn't he just go down, mm -hmm. fill out the papers, and automatically become a citizen? They just didn't do it. Yeah. And so all this is coming home now to roost. But it's a lesson. The one thing out of that show that I'm hoping everybody sees is the consequences of just 
being lax about things. You can't be like that in the world today, and especially when it comes to your immigration. Mm-hmm. Now it's we, all going to play out too. They released the trailer for the next season. Uh, oh, it's going to be on week. there. Yeah, and he uh, he Good. basically told tells all the kids and and, and her that he's going to be deported. I Good. read this week that he actually asked for them to go ahead and send him over there while he's waiting out the rest yeah, of the... Yeah, he can't... You know, the, the detention centers, the ICE detention centers yeah, are horrific. They're worse than solitary confinement jail. And um, I would not blame him for wanting to just go wait over there. He's not going to get to come back. No. I don't even know if he'll be able to get a visiting visa. I just don't know. I always thought they would trot all trot over there with the cameras and build a life over there, and that'd be the spinoff next show. But I'm assuming that the daughters now don't want to go. They're older. They've got friends in school and activities. And I don't think she's really wanting to go. And I think she may be kind of half over him, given all they've been through. And she probably blames him for... Uh, the whole situation with her going to jail. And I know she made the comment that she would have spent a year more with her mother if she wouldn't have been in jail and then her mother died and the stress on the mother. So it's a big mess, but I'm glad it's going to pay out on TV because I'm hoping that all these idiots that think that Trump is such a genius about deportation realize that we're not going after the criminals and the bad guys. We're just going after anybody to make America white again and to prove the point that we're a white nation. And it's just wrong on so many levels. So I'm glad it's going to play out. I hope people are like, oh, my God, I didn't know they were doing that. Well, hell, they they deported a 90-year-old grandfather the other day. He's been yeah. here his entire life. Never even been to the country that, that, that he was born in since he was a month old. Right. Okay, now the other thing is I watched RHOC the other night. I fast-forwarded through it because, you know, Kelly, I have to see what she's oh up to. Oh, my God. What is wrong with him? Did you see it last night? I saw part of it. They made up at the end. I know, I saw that. It's like... I know. She's, I will never <laughs> speak to her again. And then she's sitting there crying and then they're hugging. Then they're hugging That's not going to last. It's no. not going to last because Kelly has a deep resentment mm-hmm. for her. And honestly, I don't blame her because you don't get to go out on national television and say someone's basically a hooker and a slut and a whore that had a train. Or I never even heard of a train before that, by the way. Just so you know, I didn't know what it was. Did you know what it was? I never heard of it. Did you know what it was? A train? Oh, yeah, I knew what it was. I know what it was. I thought they took a train trip for a while because they kept talking about this train. I was like, what happened on the train trip? Yeah, what happened on the train trip? Did they go on a trip? I missed that part. What was the trip on a train this year to Europe? They put them all in a box together and shipped them around for three weeks on a train, and they probably got in all kinds of fights. So this is when I was just hearing about the train, and we're not going to talk about the train. I'm like, what'd they do on the damn train? Then I find out as a whole sex thing, I'd be livid too. If somebody said that about me, true or not, by the way, it's not your place to say it. And then bringing up that you do cocaine all the time, true or not, it's not your place. You don't go say that on national television, especially when you don't have any facts to back it up. So I don't blame her for being mad about that. You know, I, I really don't. And I've never had a bone to pick with Vicky, but I, I have to call the way I see it. And on that one, she was just wrong for doing that. Yeah. But... I notice people are calling Tamara Tamarat, mm-hmm. R-A-T. Now, I don't know what she... See, I haven't followed it close enough, but apparently she's gotten people mad at her now, and I don't know what for, but anyway, yeah. whatever. Silvery daughter, he says, the only thing she knows about trains is that they're late. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for three weeks they talked about the train, so I really thought they had a, one of the group trips on a train, and they had some big things happen on the train, you know, yeah, whatever. Well. 
Choo-choo. All aboard. Yeah. In other news, in national news, you guys saw that the police officer, that woman, Amber Geisner, Geiner, whatever, a white woman that shot the black man in the apartment, his name was uh, Botham uh, Jean in Dallas, Texas, that thought, you know, she thought he was in her apartment. I don't know. I wish I didn't watch the whole trial, but she was convicted of first degree murder. Yeah, it, that's going to be a very long sentence. She, it's know. a minimum five, and uh, I think the maximum was life. I think that's what yeah, they said well, this morning. First degree murder in but Dallas, the, Texas. And they had two other options. Judges? It could have been manslaughter, manslaughter or yeah. not guilty. And yeah. you know, they tried to. I, I, I followed thought, it a little bit, and I saw like the 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 body cams when the other officers arrived, and they were all disoriented, and they couldn't find the apartment either. And so they tried to use that as part of the defense as her. But there was a big red mat in front of this door that none of the other ones had that she should have recognized. And then they also said she had been texting with her one of the other police officers who she was having an affair with yeah. and was distracted. distracted. And that's well, that's why they convicted her, because yeah. God forbid you're sexting and texting. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was surprised she didn't get the manslaughter. I thought that's what they would I do. I really did. I was shocked. But, like, did you see all those people? Yes, they were all celebrating, baby. They yeah. were celebrating. It is a horrible story. They showed that... that cutest black young black man in the church and you know yeah. giving a motivational speech he's so cute and uh, smart and had his whole life ahead of him it's such a tragic story it just oh it's one of those things that it's just nobody ever I mean wins. I didn't I see know. all the evidence but I did see her her take the stand and yeah. and you know I, I she seemed remorseful. She seemed very remorseful yeah. for me. So I figured I she was going to get the manslaughter thing because the, the murder charge had to be unanimous. And, yeah. and so I don't you. know what other evidence was shown, but... But see, Texas, let me tell you, they're very hours. strict. You know, Texans are very, you know, I don't know. It's just a different breed. They're very, uh, they're punitive. <laughs> you know what I mean, in a way. Anyway, the next thing was that... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, another sad story. Did you see the 16-year-old high school boy that committed suicide because his uh, classmates outed him as being gay on social media? I did see that yesterday. Doesn't that make you so, just break your heart? Horrible. And he was so cute. 16, and he couldn't take the fact that his friends went out and made fun of him for being gay on social media, so he killed himself. First of all... <laughs> Those kids, every one of them, should have consequences. I mean, yeah. they should have consequences. That is bullying. Yes. Be best. I haven't heard be best say a word about it. Be breast. She hadn't said a word. So it's terrible. That made me sick. He was so cute and so young. And in the world today, everybody's gay. Nobody cares. He must have lived in some town that it just wasn't acceptable. Or he just, I don't know. It's just so sad. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the most sought-after passports in the world. Remember when the U.S. Uh, passport was the number one passport everybody's dream and goal in life to have? Yeah, well, that, that ship sailed. Gone. <laughs> Japan and Singapore are the most sought-after passports. Um, then, did you see the video of Greta Thunberg's UN speech mm -hmm. at the United Nations? Well, they someone set it to a death metal music, and they've had over three million viewers. And so she said, I have it here, right here somewhere. This is just like her speech was so good. 
my message is that we will be watching you, she says to the United Nations. Now, this is what a 16-year-old girl, this is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You've stolen my dreams, my childhood with your empty words, and yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering, people are dying, entire ecosystems are collapsing. We're at the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? For more than 30 years, science has been crystal clear. How dare you continue to look away and come here saying that you're doing enough when politics and solutions are still needed and are nowhere in sight. So she gives this heart-wrenching speech where she was so emotional to the United Nations. You know why Trump tweeted about it? Well, first he got up and left. Yeah, and he got, then yeah. he went out and altered it and then retweeted it. Well, he, he, got, he stayed 14 minutes. He didn't hear her speech. He only heard, he was there 14 minutes. He didn't even hear her speech. He heard about her speech. So then he sends out a tweet mocking her. Yeah. She seems like a very happy young girl looking forward to a bright and wonderful future. So nice to see. Yeah. What kind of a moron? Oh, my God, this guy is a president. I mean, what is wrong with him? Uh, Forever 21 is going out of business. Oh, I've got to take freight over there. When I was going to the movie, they had the signs up. They got everything for five, like $5. Are they, are they going out of business? They're going out of business. I knew business. they filed bankruptcy this week, but I didn't know that they were well, closing. The wow. Well, the one at, uh, down in South Miami is going well, out of business. They're probably closing that closing. one on the beach, too, They're I bet. closing a lot of the stores. I don't know. I know. They blew up too fast. Speaking of the, yeah, well, not just that. And when you take real estate out on places like problem. Lincoln Road. That's the problem, is the real estate. You know, I mean, it's even. It's a two-level shop over four hundred and fifteen dollars yeah. a square the real foot. estate you know the, the real estate the people are stupid that own these buildings they run mm. people out by jacking up the price and then eventually they can't afford it and they all leave that's what happened to yep. bell arbor yep. everybody went over to whatever the design district that's what's happening it happens everywhere it happens at restaurants all the time all the re yep. big restaurants leave and go somewhere else because they just keep jacking up the price and then the place sits there for a year empty yeah remember lincoln road used to have restaurants all up yeah, and down it now there's crazy. like one on the whole on the whole yeah. strip because yep. they can't afford. They just keep going up on the price to get greedy. Yeah. Uh, so Jacobad, J-A-C-O-B-A-D, in Pakistan is the hottest city in the world, and people are dying. Wow. So it used not to be the hottest city, but because of climate change, it averages 124 degrees Fahrenheit. People are dying from the heat. And you're telling me there's no climate. You know what? As far as Trump goes, if you like everything about him and think he's just an amazing human being and so smart, you should vote against him for one reason. Yeah. He thinks that climate change climate is a change. hoax. He yeah. doesn't believe in science. If you can't forward motion saving the planet and the climate, you can't be a leader in the world today. <laughs> Pitbull, um, this Pitbull animal, little dog, died after protecting kids from a venomous snake. So he was oh, two little that. kids were playing and he got between them and the snake and the snake bit him twice yeah. and he and he was Ooh. on life support for a long time and IVs and this and that and then he died but he saved the kids' lives. It was a coral snake or something, wasn't yeah. it? I saw that Yeah, and week. the family was just so sad that he died. Poor thing. Oh, that broke my heart too. Here's an, I'm a today's sad story. It's my last fucking sad story. Well, maybe one more. This real St. James text sent this picture out. It's, it's a note. He has great posts. It says, Dear Mom, do not open till I get to the bus. And it's signed A-H-M-A-R-D in a little kid's handwriting. You know, the script. Dear Mom, do not open till I get to the bus. 
A-H-M-A-R-D. And then he, so then she opens up the letter when he's on the bus. Dear Mom, RJ, you need to listen to this. Dear Mom, you gave me and Jakiah ice cream money, but I am giving you back my $1 to help you pay a bill. I don't need ice cream. There will be another time for that. I love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> kids at school and everybody's got the ice cream and they're saving the dollar to give back to their mom so she can pay the bills. There's just so many sad stories in the world. Let's take our five-second break. Let me break. do the one last oh, okay. negative thing and then we'll come back with positive. 600-plus missing people in the Bahamas. Total devastation. Yep. All right, we're going to take our five-second break for our commercial. And we're back. Okay, in royalty news, Prince Harry is pleading with the press to leave his wife Meghan alone. He also mentions that his mother was treated with the same type of behavior, and he's begging the press to not use those same things against his wife. And now apparently he's going to take legal action. He and did. good for you, Harry. They filed good the suit for, this morning. Oh, did I? Yep. Good. Yay, Harry. I'm all in with you. The queen is considering sacking. I love the way the English talk. She's going to sack Boris Johnson. If they say that in the U.S., it means going <laughs> to... The queen is considering sacking Boris Johnson after the parliament suspension report that he misled her. And apparently he's going to get a vote of no confidence. I hope so. You know what? Netanyahu's going to be gone. Boris is going to be gone. And the last of the three stooges, Trump. And then the world's going to be better. Yeah, karma. Celebrity news, you guys have to check out the CNN video of Robert De Niro talking about Trump. Oh, my God. He was on Sunday morning. I, I was watching it live when he started dropping all these F-bombs at like 9 a.m. And, and, the, and, the, and the, moder- or the guy that was doing the interview, the host, he said something like, uh, well, we are on cable TV, but it is the morning show. <laughs> That's what he said. But, but De Niro dropped would the drop F-bomb the F-bomb a couple, a couple of times. times. It was really funny. Yeah, it was funny. Um, the second New York, listen to this one. Okay. So in New York, um, at Delta Airlines at the JFK airport, this guy works there. He scans a bag and has $240,000 in cash in it. First of all, who checks a bag with $240,000 in cash? Are you kidding me? A drug dealer. So he scans it and he (laughs) sees the cash or someone trying to evade taxes or something. Yeah. You can only carry 10,000. Yeah. So he, he, instead of, putting the bag on the airline truck airplane 
he gets on a Delta cart and he drives the bag <laughs> and he leaves with it. He just drove off in a van with it, a Delta van oh with gosh. it. So he later gets busted. And he's out on he. It was he and another. They found out a second guy was in on it. So he got eighty thousand dollars for each on the bond. But it, what who puts two hundred fifty thousand or two hundred sixty thousand dollars in cash on a su- in a suitcase and checks it? What kind of an idiot are you? <laughs> I mean, what is wrong with you? I, don't, I just can't. Uh, the New Do York... they have their emotional support peacock with them? The yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, this one is a wackadoo. Uh, the new hottest New York Post, according to the New York Post, the new hottest psychedelic drug in New York City is, I can't believe this one, illegal toad venom. I wouldn't try illegal toad venom for any amount of a high. Oh, my, oh my God. Gosh. The world, maybe that's what the girls are on. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Anyway, so there's that. And then, in other news, this one just made me so upset. A trophy hunter who paid $400,000 to kill a rhino was allowed to import the remains back into the U.S. by the Trump administration, who issued two permits so that they could import the black rhinos. The Obama administration... um, had stopped that, and they they started to let them bring them in from yeah. Kenya. It makes me sick. They released a whole bunch of are they re, what do they call that when it's they relieve terrible. a bunch of those rules and uh, regulations? Just, yeah, they're deregulating, yeah, they're deregulating everything. That's why that. there's going to be emissions, more carbon emissions in the planet than there ever has been before. Uh, Twenty three states been. are suing. Yeah, did you see the Ted Turner special on CNN? I haven't yet. I've got it so recorded. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. I love him. He is. It is so good. He gave a billion dollars once out to, for the UN. Yeah. Yeah. Then he's got all this farmland in, Mo- in, Montana in Montana that he's securing so no one can ever build on it. And he's trying to save all of the world species on it. Yeah. And he's got a lot of bison because bison actually um, help with emissions. So it just mm-hmm. you have to you have to see it. It's really Him and Jay good. Fonda, they, when they were married, they started that whole thing uh, with the bisons because I used to um, uh, follow him a little bit when I lived in Atlanta. He was, you know, big, big yeah, deal there. Yeah, she was part of the documentary, too. Yeah. It's really good. Okay, so there was a tweet. So listen to this. It's been a year ago since they had the uh, all the slaughter, another one of those mass slaughters with the guns, the, the one Vegas. in Las Vegas. So this guy treats Michael Skolnick. About guns, bar, bars, home, office, airport, temple, church, college, mosque, concert, hospital, nightclub, newsroom, preschool, synagogue, yoga studio, high school, city building, military base, bowling alley, street corner, movie theater, political events, middle school, elementary school, and garlic festivals, to name but a few of where these, they've had these mass murders. Mass shootings, too. And this bill, the House Resolution Bill number whatever, was, given to, was put in the Senate to Mitch McConnell's Senate graveyard over 230-something days ago, and he won't even put it on the floor for a vote. Then we hear the other day that Trump's going to back these uh, uh, background checks. Well, remember he said that before, and then he didn't. He changed his mind. But then he went to LaPierre, who runs the NRA, and asked them if they would pay for his lawyers regarding impeachment. And, and the NRA guy said, well, if you would agree not to enforce or to, to let the vote go out for the background checks. Is that a swamp pay-to-play? So I liked this tweet. 
Michael Avenatti tweeted, here's what's going to happen and in this order. Number one is going to be shock. Then it's going to be grief. Then it's going to be thoughts and prayers. Then it's going to be call for, uh, calls for reasonable gun control measures like background checks. Then Trump's going to state that he supports such measures. And then he's going to have a photo op. And then he's going to have a meeting with the NRA. And then not an effing thing's going to happen. That's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. Well, my watch is going crazy with notifications right now with breaking news. Why? What is it? It says Trump erupts in a profanity-laced tirade as House Democrats announce what's next in the impeachment inquiry. So something big must Was have just happened. Was that in just public? Happened in the, or, no, yeah, but did he public. erupt in that's public? What, he erupted what, in public yeah. or he erupted in the... In the it doesn't say. It just out. says he has erupted, erupts yeah. in profanity-laced uh, tyrant as a House Democrat. Oh, that's from NBC News. Let's just show how crazy he is. So that's either... CNN are breaking Either right. means he did it out public and they got it on video, which is what I'm hoping. Mm -hmm. And I hope it wasn't behind closed doors. Oh my God, he's got all He has a press conference later today. So Oh, good. He's like the Pillsbury Doughboy just yeah. puffing, 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 and then Humpty Dumpty's gonna fall off the wall. In the meantime, I just want to remind you that we have 50% off of all of our CBD products. That would include the serum, the eye cream, the face, and moisture lotion. And the Sudden Youth Lift Complete Facial Non-Surgical Facelift Kit, if you use the word podcast when you check out at leahblack.com. And I want to tell you about this non-surgical facelift kit. We have clinical studies to prove how much it reduces lines, wrinkles, and so forth. So if you haven't tried it, you get eight to 10 facials in one tube with your 50% off discount. That's like less than $10 a facial. And um, you'll see the results is in one treatment. You'll and they, see. And they can see the results, uh, the studies, because that is on the website. We do have Yeah, go to the website, website and you can see the clinical studies. And then we just, our exfoliant is in. We have the new exfoliant. It's great. And use it two to three times a week. And I'm going to tell you that the re reviews have been just amazing. Yeah. It, it deep pore cleanses and sloughs off the top dead cells, but it doesn't scratch and irritate. It's, it's, um, it's user-friendly. It's delicate, but it actually works because most of them are harsher than that. I had so, a lot of people this week comment on it that said that they were using it instead of the face wash, that they really liked well, you it. You can do that, so, but you should really but, wash your face first and then use the exfoliant because right. you want to get the dirt and grime off, the yeah. topical dirt and grime off with the wash, and then you want to do the deep pore cleansing with that. Mm -hmm. But they really like it. So, and a lot of guys are really loving it too. We're getting a well, lot. You know, of, we have. I'm going to say about, about a third of our customers, at least, are are men. Yeah. Uh, so your regime is very simple. In the morning, you wash. You follow with this the CBD serum, the CBD eye cream, the CBD moisture lotion. At night, the same thing. You wash the CBD serum, CBD eye cream, CBD moisture lotion. It takes you about. 45 seconds in the morning and about a minute and a half at night because you've got to get your makeup off and your face is dirtier. And then once a week, every five to seven days, you use the non-surgical facelift kit, which tones, firms, tightens, helps pull the impurities out and really keep your uh, pores clean and tight. And it gives you that really great glow. And then you use exfoliant a couple of times a week, two, three times a week, always leave a day in between. But that also sloughs off and gives you that glow. So, I mean, we got this testimonial in yesterday on my, uh, I couldn't believe it from this guy. We're going to post it next week. But here are a couple of testimonials. What our customers are saying about the, this is every Tuesday. They're posted on our Instagram, Leah Black Miami. Jacqueline I-N-C-O. <laughs> Jacqueline Nienso. I have been using your CBD moisturizer and CBD eye cream for three months now, and I love it. It seems to be helping my 
M-E-L-A-S-M-A. -E I highly recommend this product. Uh, so dermatologists would have probably sent $400 on medicines to say, go get mm -hmm. this cream and that cream. Remember I told you the one tried to get RJ to buy that $1,200 one? Yeah. Diane Henderson Lope. I started using your beauty products after hearing about it on Jeff Lewis Live. Thank you, Jeff. I have always kept my face out of the sun, so I have pretty good skin for almost 53, but I wear contacts, I have allergies, and I've never found an eye cream that worked for me that did not irritate my eyes until now. I love this CBD eye cream stuff. Yay! <laughs> and then our Monday motivational quote. I'm doing all this before we get to the politics, because then you might tune out. Uh, let me uh, let experience inform your past, not dictate it. That's my quote of the week. And then I'm reminding you guys, if you're in Miami or Coral Gables, October the 12th, we have a pop-up shop at the Gables Museum that's right by my house. And so that's why I said I'd participate. <laughs> and on the 12th, I'm going to be there and host it. And you can get tickets at thinkpeacock.com. So from 6.30 till 9 o'clock at the Coral Gables Museum. Thinkpeacock.com. So there's what that is. And uh, 6.30, the guests are going to get a uh, goodie bag and bring your own yoga mat if you want to participate in some of the yoga things they have going on. So I'm assuming it's going to be somewhat casual. Great. Better. I don't have to doll up. A couple questions came in about the beauty. Uh, Tracy Jenkins wants to know, she says she has both the CBD moisturizer and regular moisturizer. She would like to know, does she need to apply both? Or she no, says she uses one all or the of other. Them. But the, the, all, the difference between the current CBD moisturizer and the original moisturizer is that it has CBD in it. So if you use the regular moisturizer and that, you, that doesn't have the CBD in it, be sure you use the serum under it if you want the benefits of the CBD. And uh, I was going to tell you something else about that. Oh, we're, we aren't going to be carrying the CBD, uh, the moisturizer without the CBD. I think we yeah. have four or five left, and we're not carrying that because we added the CBD to it. But I, I have to tell you, I love the way the moisturizer makes my, fins, my skin feel. I use it everything from my chest to my neck to the back of my hands and on my face. I just I just love the way it feels. It's just luscious feeling. It's just refreshing. I don't know. I, lo I loved it from the first time I tried it two years ago. We tested it for two years and did focus groups for two years. Um, okay, so here's your treason timeline. Let's talk about politics. Let's get down and dirty. July 25th, Trump speaks with a new Ukrainian president. July 28th, three days later, the Director of National Intelligence, Dan Coats, resigns. On August the 8th, Coates publicly tells his deputy that you need to resign too, and she resigns. October, August the 12th, a whistleblower complaint was filed. October the 15th, Coates and the deputy leave, both leave their jobs. August the 20th, Trump, call, Trump calls for Russia to be readmitted to the G7. <laughs> Let's punish them for meddling in our election. I think they should be part of the G7, even though they're occupying part of Ukraine and fighting a <laughs> war over there. Uh, then on the 26th, he blocks, August 26th, Trump blocks military aid to Ukraine to fight the Russian aggression. So here little Ukraine is over there struggling for their life, trying not to be eaten alive by Russia. And the U.S. and the Western world and the European nations have all agreed to chip in and help them with the fight to secure their democracy and their, you know, their independence. And Trump cuts off the money. That was on um, August 26th. No, I'm, uh, yeah. Okay, then on the 6th, he cut billions in military construction for Eastern Europe. 
Uh, well, this guy doesn't mess around. And then on the 8th, the Washington Post reported that he was demanding that Ukraine help derail Biden's candidacy or he would get no more money. Now, at the time, they were just reporting that. But then they released the transcript, which was, by the way, about uh, eight minutes, and the call was 30 minutes. So a lot of people were questioning what happened because um, the guy was speaking English, so it wasn't a translator thing. So they're asking what was happening with those other 20 minutes that they didn't put in the report. Then we learn that on September the 16th that the, da the acting uh, director of national intelligence is refusing to allow Congress to see the whistleblower complaint despite the statute says that he must. So that means that they were defying Congress and obstructing justice. So I hear, and it's been reported, and I had heard from other people that are close and work in Washington, that the person, the White House was fighting it. Barr didn't want it out, Pompeo didn't want it out, and Pence didn't want it out. Well, now it all makes sense because Barr and Pompeo were both implicated in the conversation. So then apparently Mitch McConnell is the one that said, get it out and get it over with, and said, let's release it. And then... Uh, on the 19th of September, the DOJ apparently threatened the whistleblower uh, for not following the rules. So Trump is now saying the whistleblower is a traitor, and you know what used to happen to traitors in the old days. So what he's basically doing is saying, if you come out and do what this whistleblower did, we're going to come after you, and we're coming after the whistleblower. Well, this whistleblower apparently wrote this seven or eight-page completely highly um, intelligent, explained away, gave witnesses, gave names, gave exact dates, gave all kinds of information to support what they said was happening. And so now they're going to go ahead and testify to Congress. So apparently there were 11 other people that have said that they will testify as well. And Trump is literally having a breakdown, a mental breakdown. He is having an emotional explosion. <laughs> apparently he's having one right now, too. I know. <laughs> Everybody's commenting right now TV. that he's having a breakdown. I'm hoping that it's on TV. So that is what's going on with that. Now, also, in the meantime, with all this, it's come out that Barr and Giuliani and Pompeo have been traveling all around the world along with other two other independent lawyers who I know, who I just oh, have no regard for. And they're trying to dig up information to prove that Russia didn't really uh, do anything with the elections. They didn't interfere with the elections. It was Ukraine. Ukraine was trying to help Hillary. Now, 17 intelligence agencies and the Mueller report have documentation after documentation after documentation. So Trump is spend, spending, sending these people on these government planes, government expenses. Yesterday, Pompeo went with Zeb Gorka. He's like a nut job to these countries. And they're actually colluding with Russia now to try to convince, to get Russia to clear Russia's name. They want to clear Russia's name and meddling, and they want to blame it on Ukraine. And there's a ton of documents, phone calls, interoffice memos, and texts, and so forth. So this is going to be a major problem TV. for Trump. It's going to be a complete problem for him, because it's all going to come out eventually. So apparently now, in the cover-up, Pompeo went on the news Sunday morning, and they asked him about what did he know about the phone calls, and he stammered and stuttered like he didn't know anything. Turns out he was on the phone call. He's part <laughs> of it. Yep. And then apparently, I read yesterday that when, Pombo, when Pompeo 
leaves town, the entire department that works for him celebrates and has an emancipation party because he, <laughs> they say he's belittling, he's nasty, he badgers them, and he's horrible. <laughs> Joanna and, Barraza says the Trump presidency years will be known in the history books as the U.S. Twilight Zone era. <laughs> I hope so. I'm hoping so because he does. I, listen, from the very beginning, Michael Cohen said he's not going to leave. No. He's when he gets out, even if he when he loses an election, he's not going to leave. So why do you think he wanted to have all those tanks trotted around for July 4th so no, he can it, try to figure out what he's going to do to have a military protect him? He doesn't want to leave the office. So now he's. He's now telling. He, then, when Kislyak and the other ambassador were in the White House within the first month of Trump's presidency, he told them that, and it's been documented. He told them, "Well, don't worry about that interfering thing. America does it all the time anyway, so no problem." So he's greenlighting them to do it again. Now he's a repeat offender. He didn't learn his lesson the first time, so now he's going to try to have another repeat offend. He's going to like. He's like a serial chronic. A colluder. He's now colluding with Ukraine, and now apparently the Australian government is demanding that they release the transcripts of phone calls with them because he's been trying to coerce them into helping uh, prove that Russia didn't have anything to do with the election meddling. And so they're using all of our resources instead of running around and trying to save people from you know, dictators and try to promote democracy and try to put out fires and try to promote peace and try to get Kim Jong-un to quit putting off, firing off whistles. And they're, instead of doing that, they're trying to prove Russia didn't have anything to do with it, even though there's so much evidence that they did. He just wants to muddy the water so he can then twist this whole thing around because he cannot stand it that he knows Russia helped him win. He knows he lost by 4 million votes, and he knows in his mind he's an illegitimate president. And so he's going to now try to convince everybody that it was a Ukraine helping Hillary. So Ukraine helped Hillary so Hillary could use, lose. Yep, I got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Um, so the whistleblower is apparently going to testify anyway, even though their life is probably in, in danger. And... Um, Schiff, he demanded Schiff resign. You can't demand that the chair of the Intelligence Committee resigns because you don't like the fact that they're investigating you. So anyone that says he did not obstruct justice, which in according to the Mueller report, he, uh, he, he did at least 10 or 12 times, I don't recall which one, uh, he's obstructing justice right now in plain sight. So if you were ever in doubt if he's one to obstruct justice, look that he's telling people they can't go and testify. He's telling them if they do, they have to ex exert executive privilege. And he's hiding everything and not wanting anything to come out about all the stuff that's been going on. Well, apparently, I mean, I don't know. I think the rats may start jumping the ship. I don't know. Hmm. Did something happen in the news? No, we're just... No. No. So then in the meantime... Two newspapers have called for him to resign. And for me, the funniest thing in the world, yesterday they were sitting in the White House, this reporter, Peter Alexander, and a rat fell on his lap from the ceiling. The mouse. The mouse, mouse. The mouse. The Does White House mouse. Doesn't say it all? For me, that's a sign. That's a sign. It's a metaphor. The rats are going to be jumping out of the corners and leaving the mothership. I'm telling you, I may, may all... And Rudy Giuliani, what happened to him? Have you watched him? He's gone crazy. His eyes are rolling in the back of his head, and he's just crazy. And I know someone that knows him very well. They say he starts drinking at about 10 or 11 o'clock every morning. Well, I know... Well, he makes he me want to start doesn't. drinking at 11 o'clock yeah, in the morning. <laughs> but, he, but something's not right about him.
about it. So I'm not saying he's in wrong, but he's sure acting like one. Beth, oh my God. Beth Feldman Foster says Hillary will be on Mad Al tonight. And Marcella Bernon says, imagine if President Obama acted the same as Trump has. Oh, he would have been impeached. GOP and Fox News would have been living. Oh my God. They would have already, it would have already been, it would have, oh my God. So listen to this. So then turns out that yesterday a book came out where a woman had sites, names, places, dates, and times, documents the evidence, that Trump, when he was trying to build, when he was getting his plans together for the wall, and the reason they fired Christian Nielsen is because she kept telling me he couldn't do these things, they were illegal, and so that gave, uh, oh my God, that idiot, what's his name, uh, Stephen Miller, the nut job, an opportunity to step in and get rid of everybody that didn't support his Nazi-type programs. Mm-hmm. So this is what the pre- privately the president had often talked about, fortifying a border wall with a water-filled trench stocked with snakes or alligators prompting aides to seek a cost estimate. He wanted a wall to be electrified with spikes on the top that could pierce human flesh. After publicly suggesting that soldiers shoot the migrants if they threw rocks, the president backed off when the staff told him it was illegal. But later in the meetings, the aides recalled that he suggested that they shoot the migrants in the legs to, sh- to slow them down. And then the, the aides said, sir, that's not, a- that's not allowed either, they told him. So what he and Stephen Miller wanted to do, they wanted to build a trench parallel running to the wall and fill it with reptiles. So if people did get over the wall, an alligator would eat them. And if they got past the alligator, they'd be shot in the leg. What is, this is cruel and inhumane. I can't even wrap my head around it. What are you doing over there? Okay, I have the heart of the thought raging. Like, what is he replying? Is he <laughs> no. like, oh my God, Crocodile Dundee. But then I looked at the turnover. He's had a 76% turnover as of July of this year. So he's Michael Flynn, Katie Walsh, James Comey, McFarland, on Spicer, Priebus, Scaramucci, Bannon, on and Sebastian Gorba, on and on, Tom Price, Dina Powell, Amorosa. Oh, who is Amorosa working in the White House to begin with? Rob Porter, the guy that allegedly slapped his wife around. I mean, the list is three pages long that people have either been resigned or have been fired. Jeff Sessions, the Attorney General, John Kelly, the White House Chief of Staff, the Chief of Staff to the uh, to Nick Ayers resigned. Most of them have resigned. So what the point to this is that most all of these have resigned. Alex Acosta, the Labor Secretary, Patrick Shannon, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Rod Rosenfeld. It goes on. But most of them resigned and not fired. And And people are surmising that they just didn't want to be part of it anymore or that they were worried it was going to be boiled over and they were going to have to lawyer up and spend a ton of money on lawyers and they want to be subpoenaed. But that's just not normal. Elect a clown, get a circus. (laughs) We did. Meanwhile, Mitch McConnell will not put the gun legislation on the floor. Yeah, 60% want stricter gun legislation. 93% want universal background checks. That's Democrats and Republicans. 60% favor assault weapon bans. Remember when we had the 10-year assault weapon bans, there were no mass slaughters. 49% opposed forced buybacks. So 
Less than half of the people oppose forced buybacks. It means at least half the country is for forced buybacks. And I think if they started, got, actually put the legislation on the floor and started actually hearing stories and getting documentation and getting data and getting research, they could bring the, the country along on that. It goes on. 82% think that you should have to have a licensing, a licensing um, permit. And it's just 72% say that Congress is not doing enough. Well, Congress is doing nothing because it's in the Senate graveyard. Oh, my God. To go back to uh, the Biden thing, just so you know, just to clarify it, these are the facts. Hunter Biden was never, ever under investigation. The investigation pertained to actions pre-2013 by a man who owned a company. The Ukrainian investigation was shelved in 14 and 15, and Biden's son did not join that company until April of 2015. So the investigation had come and gone. Then the Western world, the United Nations, the intelligence agencies all band together and said, we need to stop sending money to Ukraine until they get rid of this crooked prosecutor over there. And Obama sent Joe Biden to go deliver the message. Joe Biden delivered the message. He wanted to get rid of a prosecutor that would never would prosecute anybody for anything to put in a prosecutor that would prosecute people. So if he was really trying to cover up for his son, why wouldn't he want that prosecutor in there that would never prosecute anybody? So that's all a big line. It's been debunked a thousand different times. But the interesting also thing that I find that's a little uh, finally karma. Now, you know, Paul Ryan, the spineless, um, completely spineless uh, House chair, whatever you call it, Speaker of the House. Remember he wouldn't do anything when, when he was over there as a Speaker of the House? Well, now he's on the board of Fox News. Mm -hmm. And now he's well, saying... that's where they're all going. Yeah, that's where they all go. That Trump is self-absorbed, know-nothing, moral miscreant, and he should not be president. <laughs> so Washington Post is saying you're a real profile in courage. But apparently Lachlan uh, and the Fox people are gearing up for the possibility Trump's not going to be president for much longer. Uh, you know how Trump was brags about the economy. Well, just so you know, uh, according to the actual certified records, not, you know, the propaganda, um, under George H.W. Bush, the stock market went up 32%. Under Clinton, it went up 42%. Under George W. Bush, the one that started the Iraq War and uh, spent billions and trillions of our dollars based on a lie, uh, it went down almost 12 points. It went up from literally a recession cl all close to depression, 41% under Obama, and Trump's is at 30. So he's at the weakest of the one, two, three, four of the last five presidents. So that's nonsense. And then remember when they outed Valerie Plain because her husband, Joe Wilson, um, went, uh, came back and said from his intelligence that there was no... Uh, what's it, the word for the whatever they used to build the nuclear weapons and that that was just based on a lie and he put an article and an op-ed in the paper and about a month after that Valerie Plain was outed as a um, uh, U.S. intelligence operator. She was an undercover so she lost her career over it because she was undercover with connections all over the world. She's very pretty blonde. Well, she's now running for a Senate seat in um, New Mexico, so I hope you guys will all send her money. But anyway, her husband, Joe Wilson, that came out and said, no, that the Iraq war was built on a lie. There was no whatever that chemical is. Uh, he just died this last week at 69 years old. Very sad. So anyway, I was going to go over who the new candidates are, but they're, they're dwindling fast. And then I'll just save this. If you haven't read it, 
go to Tommy Lee's Facebook page and read what he has to say about Trump. It's just hilarious. It was dated August the 8th, but uh, I keep pushing it back every week because it's so long to read, but it's quite interesting. All right, so I think we did an hour. We're going to have to go. I don't want to miss out on posting this, so share it with everybody. Go to leahblack.com, check out your specials, go to Instagram, and we'll catch you next week, noon Eastern time on Facebook Live, and wherever you get your podcast for Lunch with Leah. Thanks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.